0: Tonight on Just Be a Dad, we return. We're talking WrestleMania, The Adam Project starring Ryan Reynolds on Netflix, and I'm going to call out a wrestler. By the way, Dylan's not wearing any underwear. What? Midget incoming.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Brad Williams telling you that you are listening to the Just Be a Dad podcast. Now, why me, Brad Williams, telling you to listen to this podcast? Well, it's three idiots, uh, Whiskey, Nate, and Dylan. One of them's named Whiskey. You know, he's a moron. And, uh, they just like to talk about sports, movies, wrestling. And, uh, they have some guests on. They, they, one guest I'll never have is Joe Buck. Screw that guy. Uh, he always likes the Yankees and, and the Cardinals. Screw that. But it's the Just Be a Dad podcast where you can listen and just be a dad. So listen, enjoy, uh, like, subscribe, and rate. Thanks.
2: This is a certified hood classic.
0: Hmm. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I got to say, guys, I've missed y'all. It's been too long. It's been too
1: long. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> it's
0: not been that long, has it? Screw you then, Dylan. God. I was
1: going to ask for the night off, and then I was like, you know what? Let's <sighs> so just sip match. some wine and talk some smack.
0: Oh, gosh. Wine. Get a
1: real drink, you hippie.
0: I don't know why, but I couldn't think of something, so I
1: just said hippie. I, I don't know. This is Aldi wine, sir. I'll not have you shame it. Well, it's wine, you hippie.
2: <laughs> wine. Wines for, it's for the house mom, you know?
1: It was probably made with uh ah, never mind <laughs> so
0: boys how we been doing
1: I've been
2: great dude I've been walking to the dumpster fire where have you been at you've have... I haven't seen you in what a month or so
1: <laughs> yeah dude he's talking smack we got Dylan finally in the house what a night for the PartyCast network right? I'm off the field finally back I ain't we're seen back
2: in a while either
1: you know, the frisky elf or whatever he calls himself has been holding it down on Tuesday nights, but we are back.
0: We are. We are back. And I'm he- everywhere. hello, Tony. I knocked, hello, John.
2: I, I highly doubt that one, but you
0: know. Alan is everywhere. He's like a gnome. You just mm-hmm. don't know he's there.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he's also, you know, he's just hammering away on shoes with that beard of his. Oh, snap. Bing we got bong. two, two members bong. of Strikeout Beer in the house. What's Can up we get this? Ryan in here to complete the full circle?
0: The full oh, trifecta. He's kind of tri- like the Spike tri- Dudley.
1: Dudley. He's Spike Dudley of their group, you know. The Spike Dudley? Uh, yeah, you remember
0: Spike Dudley. I know who he is.
1: Yeah, if Strikeout Beer is the Dudley boys, Ryan is definitely Spike Dudley.
0: You're the Spike Dudley because me and Nate are
1: the Dudley who Yeah, in this comparison, that probably works, but I'm talking about Strikeout Beer.
0: (laughs) So, we have a lot to get to. Obviously, Nate went to WrestleMania. I know he's just chomping at the best to tell us all about it and rub it in my face because I had to watch it on my couch.
2: 100% I'm ready to do that.
0: Um, Dylan never talks to me, so I don't know what Dylan's been doing. <laughs> and kind of I've been way. playing Borderlands, so there you are. got it that
2: right. way, locking it down. Yeah, dude, life's been good, dude. This new job here is getting rid of all my all all my stress
1: and um, pay your bills. Is that to someone specifically, or just like a general throwing it out there? Wrestling's fake. It's the fifth. You should have paid your bills by now. If not, you're getting a late charge.
0: Uh Well, I. They already cut off our water, so there's that. <laughs> I had to buy a new microphone, so it was either buy a new microphone for the podcast or have no water in the house. And I have four kids, so I chose microphone.
1: Wrestling's priority. not fake!
0: Wrestling's <laughs> fake, and Harry Potter is actually not English. He's Jewish.
1: Tell you what, it's been raining over here. We got some storms last night. Feels like... uh like rockadoodle Doodle when they're floating away in the suitcase, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who Rockadoodle Doodle is. Wow. Somebody get that reference, please. Actually, I, I know remember. who Rockadoodle Doodle is, but um
0: I don't like the Elvis cock. So there's that.
1: Uh, we're not okay, we just crossed the 5 minute threshold. Thank God for the advertisers and the sponsors cuz <laughs> they won't be this far and
2: sponsors.
1: MeUndies, we will still gladly accept. Any offers? Well, maybe not undies. Who do you guys like? I like Winking Owl. Not a sponsor.
2: We don't have sponsors. Not yet, anyway.
0: Not yet. We'll get there one day when we grow up.
1: I have a sponsor. His name's Jim. I call him when I need someone to talk to. Well,
0: I had one of those once. But Father Macquarie was uh, kind of weird because he'd always put his hands on my shoulders and then Check for prostate. I, I don't know.
2: I don't think they
0: know the it, prostate. It, oh well, no, uh, I don't know. Never yell another doctor's name either. They hate that. Just saying. So, what do we <laughs> yeah, want to talk about you. first, guys? Do we want to talk about the slap hurt around the world, or do we want to talk about the Adam Project, the Ryan Reynolds movie? I say I
1: think I, the, small, the
0: easiest
2: one first. Yeah, yeah. The slap hurt around the world is probably the easiest one.
0: All right, so in case you don't know, Chris Rock got slapped by Will Smith because Will Smith is a bitch, and his wife looks like G.I. Jane. All right, moving on.
1: Wow, we just lost uh, Newports. They are officially out as sponsors. Thanks a lot. That's all right. Normal reds are better.
2: I wouldn't go that far to say that he's a bitch, but he, if you decide to stay with a woman that humiliates you, then you're still, obvi- you're still obligated to uh protect her that's the that's the issue
0: yeah but the problem and, is is he laughed at the joke and then realized right. that she was pissed but she was also laughing at the joke when the cameras cut off of her
2: true but at the end of the day he still was technically obligated to defend her as much as most people believe that he shouldn't have but at the end of the day I mean if he chooses to stay with her he has to protect her or he has to defend her Personally, um, I wouldn't have went that far, especially with as much as he has to lose. Um, He has a lot to lose, and he can potentially potentially get stripped of his Oscar and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, Well,
0: here's the way I see it. And all seriousness, all jokes aside, all kidding aside, (laughs) uh, maybe Dylan Hill will come with me on this one. Comedy is subjective. It's a lot like art. It's subjective, right? You're having a comedian host the Oscars. When you walk in in to a comedy club, for me anyways, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I'm throwing pretty much all the rules out the window because it's a comedy club. People are going to make racist jokes. They're going to make rape jokes. They're going to make jokes about disabilities. They're going to make jokes about how you look, how much you weigh, the color of your hair, the color of your skin, the, the clothes on your back. Everything is fair if game. If you have a
1: long neck or not. Right,
0: exactly. Or a redneck or a blue neck or whatever else. Um, and it's a comedian telling jokes. And if you can't yep. get with that, then you're in the wrong place. It's the Oscars. I mean, I never can remember his name. Dylan, maybe you'll know his name. He's a stand-up comedian. He's also an actor. He's an English guy.
1: Ricky um, Gervais.
0: Thank you. Yes, him. He he did one. I, th- I don't know if it was the Oscars. It might have been the Grammys or something else, you know, a few years ago during 2020 when he hosted one. And he took shots at everybody in that room. He didn't give a crap. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I get a lot of respect for him for that. And Chris Rock makes one stupid G.I. Jane reference and Will Smith loses his S and slaps him for what?
2: That's a good question. But yeah. He, he, he technically had to do it. I wouldn't have slapped him. I mean, he could have stood up and cursed him out verbally. He could have verbally <laughs> said something to him, but I wouldn't have went as far as slapping him.
1: Yeah, I mean, he could have yelled out. What's up, Bubba Franks? He could have yelled out what he yelled out afterward uh, in first. the beginning and not slapped him at all and avoided that whole thing. And he still yeah. would have looked crazy, but it would have looked a lot less crazy.
2: A lot less crazy.
1: I mean. When I
2: first saw it, I thought it was fake. Yeah, I'll be honest. I thought it was fake. I thought it was something staged. I thought it was fake. So, um, I don't know. For me personally, I just I I took it as a joke. And then when I once I started seeing everybody talk about it, I was like,
0: wow. (laughs) (laughs) Professors in the house. Next topic, please.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, now that he said that, we're gonna spend at least another ten minutes on this topic.
0: (laughs) Well, I I don't want to. Seriously, I don't want to bog down the show with it, but everybody's talked about it. We've been gone for a week. I figure we had to at least acknowledge it. We've acknowledged it. Dylan, do you have any thoughts on this real quick?
1: I mean, the it is a pretty common angle where us three are coming at it from. Will Smith looks insane. If you're gonna have a comedian on this show, then you should expect those types of things. Like you said, Ricky Gervais has been on this type of thing before. I mean <clears throat> everyone knows that will smith looks absurd i think the main takeaway from this is all the people who are defending him i guess and saying that he's in the right because you know you shouldn't say this and you should like from from most people that i heard talk about the issue like celebrities didn't even know she had alopecia to begin with um so there's that i mean it's like you know it, it was such a mild joke um and so and like you know, Nate said Will Smith was laughing at it initially, and then he looks over and sees Jada make her like disgusted eye roll face and just snaps. Like, I don't, that was zero to 100. Like, that was a Drake moment, <laughs> real quick. That was a Drake moment. Uh, I have no idea. Only a man who is still with a woman who has slept with their son's good friend would snap in such a moment like that. Like, it was just insane to see him walk up there. Slap him like that and in such a manner that looked fake, like you said it looked fake, like how crazy he did it. And then he walks off stage, almost like he's in a movie, like he just slapped uh, Doctor Loveless in Wild Wild West or something. And he's going to sit back down, like it was, it was crazy to watch. Hey, hi, sweetie. Hi. You look great. Good night, sweetie. Oh, sleep tight. <laughs> I know Chucky makes it hard to have sweet dreams. <laughs> Good the Lord.
0: So Sam's coming in here with, uh, I, I love Will Smith. Anyway, let me pull this up. He potentially ruined his career. His only saving grace will be to come. Will be to come put and tell people exactly what went on. The past two years of his toxic marriage came to his head. She's toxic as hell.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean what, a, what a crazy thing to do to go on national television and air out, like, your affair happening like that. What a crazy thing to do in the midst of a pandemic when all eyes are going to be on. So,
0: with that being said, Will Smith wants Chris Tucker to keep his wife's name out of his mouth, but yet she lets other men into her mouth. I mean, let's, moving on.
1: Um.
0: Apparently, Professor is done with this topic already because he says, did you hear about the new flavor or something that is coming out somewhere?
1: Well, until the Professor starts sponsoring the show, the Professor can listen to whatever we got to say.
0: The Professor does sponsor the show. He Ah, listens to us ramble on.
1: Yeah, so does Samantha. And I like when she has really long comments and makes you read out loud. (laughs) Shut up.
0: (sighs) Anyways, so I want to get to the Adam project real quick. If y'all haven't seen it, spoiler alerts ahead. It's a movie starring Ryan Reynolds. Um, and f- he's basically a time traveler. He travels back from like, I think the year like 2098 or something. I don't know what year it was, all the way back to when he was a kid. He was 11, 12 years old. Meets his childhood self. And the Atom Project is something his dad did. Uh, it was a pro- project his dad did, and of course, Ryan Reynolds' name in the movie is is Adam. Um, and he's inventing time travel, and some lady stole it, and now they're trying to kill Ryan Reynolds and his wife from the future. And uh, I've got to say, I mean, that's that's the gist of the movie. There's, there, there's a lot you could cover in it. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this because, like I said, we have so much more to cover and talk about tonight, but. It's a great movie if you haven't seen it. I'm just going to give you my quick review on it. I seriously and all seriousness give this probably about an 8 out of 10. I love this movie. Um, it's got a great message behind it, a great story, um, and great characters. great characters. I don't know who the kid is, the little kid, the actor that, that plays – that the kid that played Ryan Reynolds' younger self. But I bet you even – Watching this kid act in person, Ryan Reynolds was like, this kid's going to be me in like another 15 years. Because that kid was so mouthy and just, it was, it was, it, it was like, it was like watching a mini Ryan Reynolds in person. And it was awesome. And he could did take I, a punch too. Mm-hmm.
1: I would actually watch the next Deadpool if there's a mini Deadpool.
2: There did is going to be a Deadpool did 3. you catch the Deadpool reference? Did y'all, y'all miss
1: the
0: Deadpool <laughs> I, I, I I did not. <laughs> Did you miss it, or did you I, catch it? I, I, I probably missed it.
2: How? It was right there. The superhero <laughs> landing?
1: He didn't watch it. He's lying. The superhero landing?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Okay. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. Professor, I have not forgot about your hat. I will get it to you. I promise. Message me your address.
2: I don't know. It was, it was from. i say from getting in, it was funny. Just Just from start to finish, it was funny.
0: Uh, professor actually discussed this movie today in his class. Okay. Professor, I have something serious. I want to talk to you about real quick. Um, at some point, I don't know how, or if this is even possible, but I would love whether it's, uh, Facebook, whether it's zoom, whatever to sit through one of your classes on a computer, just to watch you on a screen. If that's even possible, let me know. We discussed the elements of the movie in comparison, to frost's poem the road not taken i've never heard of that one
1: you never heard of the great jack frost pretty good poet no idea i I know i know who dr seuss is yep you're not gonna sit through his class don't lie
0: yes i will seriously yeah i will so um,
1: be there for 10 minutes and then you'll go play Fortnite.
0: i I don't play Fortnite, sir i play apex and borderlands
1: oh that's so uh
0: all right andy barclay you're up
2: what for me i told you it was yeah, it was good like movie. i enjoyed it from beginning to end start to finish it was a good movie uh i love the i love the deadpool reference that that was that was hilarious um it was an exciting it was an exciting movie for me from beginning to end. that's that's where i can put it <laughs> I, I would have to say it was a nine to be honest
1: Neither of you watched this movie. You're fucking lying. Both of you are I watched, lying. I
0: watched it. I watched the movie. Kidney. He me? found his. He found his wife in the end after because he was gonna have to basically erase her from, or she was gonna die, and he was gonna have to find her again, and he did. So, I watched All it. All right.
1: Well, did you watch it, Dylan? No. I saw a little bit of this movie. I'm if I'm being totally honest, because I don't think either of you are. I watched you it a said, week ago.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: I watched it like two weeks ago. You wrap it up in, like, a sales pitch for, like, deodorant. You're like, it smells good, and you can wear it. Let's go. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, this got a critic 68, a Fan 76. So the people love it. The critics think it's okay. The quote is, you've seen Ryan Reynolds do this sort of thing before, but the Adam Project offers sickly, entertaining, and occasionally even moving sci-fi action. That's probably like, I would agree with that. I think it's probably like most time travel movies that you've seen. Like, I'm going to fix this issue in my life. And then it ends up, you know, there's coolness and then there's conflict and then there's conflict resolution and then there's a happy ending. But this movie had the advantage of having super cool graphics and things like that. So I'll give it a six and a half.
2: Six
0: and a half. It's a little low, but I'll,
1: I'll allow it it's it, this isn't a profound I, you know it's touching it like other movies it, it's got the time travel just like other movies it didn't do anything like oh plot twist you know he's actually dead
2: i think that would have been weird
1: <laughs> but no it was, actually for me. morgan freeman
2: for me it was it was i enjoyed it the action was good the the message behind it was it was kind of like it's one of those messages you put in most movies like that, but you know it was enjoyable. It was it's one of those movies that you I can rewatch again.
1: It's definitely a movie you could put on and go do something else, and it'll still be there when you get back.
0: And Professor, I know why you're here. You want to talk wrestling. I promise we're going to get to that. Just bear with us because there's one last thing. Are you, Dylan, are you done talking about this movie? Yes. Okay. There's one last thing I want to get to. So in Uh Nate, I didn't get a chance to thank you. Uh Nate came over the day after my birthday and pretty much hung out all day. And so Nate, Mm -hmm. thank y'all for coming over and and hanging out with us, man. Um, but knocked down some white claws. (sighs) Absolutely, we did. Mm. Nate even Mm -hmm. wanted to cuddle for a little bit, it was fun. What nothing? Um, (laughs) so Nate came over and I introduced him to the show that I've found. Was it on Hulu?
2: such a
0: stupid TV show. It's called the the Kings of Pain. I'm going to say that again. The Kings of Pain. Oh, boy. And these two guys, one's from Australia, one's from the U.S., they're doing all this in the name of science. They're basically going out and getting bitten by different insects, animals, lizards, snakes, spiders, wasps, scorpions, ants, piranhas. The list goes on and on. All in the name Little of peas, bees, Dude,
2: bees. These guys are dumb, like straight, just stupid.
0: Feral mm-hmm. cats. Then Nate thought this was so stupid, yet he could not turn away because it's like a train wreck, much like this show. You want to stop watching, but you can't.
2: Li- listen <laughs> to me. There's no way you can pitch me something that's gonna say, "Hey, listen, we are going to film you getting." stung bit scratched poked by the most by some of the most painful creatures
1: in this world and
2: some very potentially venomous what's up Jerry King and pay what? me to do this
1: it sounds like a jackass
2: oh no this 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 is this isn't like this this is dumb like these dudes literally went across the world and caught probably by far like some of the most dangerous animals. And let these things bite them, sting them, scratch them. Don't about that. It was just it, it for me. It was just like, what do you what do you
0: do in the morning? What do you do? do Professor you do- says go read the road not taken and think about the movie as you read it. Okay, okay. The,
1: the, it is the, it is weird to see that in like full like television format but you got to admit you already watch that sort of thing in small clips like seeing someone get attacked by an animal that's going to get views
2: yeah but that's that's like an unintentional thing <laughs> these dudes were intentionally getting so so the worst of it was that <laughs> okay so the the last episode these two jackasses had to catch this the centipede that could grow up to, what, seven feet or seven inches or something like that? And yeah, but let's,
0: let's uh-huh. be real. Seven inches is not all that big.
2: I think it's huge. The, here we go. Nate, you're the I'm expert not, in this I'm category. Not, I'm not entertaining. I'm not even entertaining this. Good anyway, Lord. so they had to catch a centipede. So they let this centipede bite both of them. What was it 12 hours? They they sat in pain for 12 hours? Uh, Yeah. 12 hours, dude. Can you imagine something biting you? And you're in pain. And not just any pain. Like pain to the point where you, one of them was like, I want to go home. He's yeah, like, that, I want to go home.
1: That bug doesn't need to exist anymore.
2: And then turn around the next day. Well, 48 hours later, have to catch a python. And let us said python bite you <laughs> on the arm. Bite you this python so the first guy got lucky so the fi- first guy he was lucky the python kind of glanced off his elbow and kind of like rebid him so he kind of got he kind of got scraped a little bit the second guy wasn't so lucky this guy got bit flush on the arm right about here mm. it latched onto him mm. they had to pull him off it relatched on to not just muscle just all skin uh.
1: And, and on I'm just, the old flabby flab, huh? And
2: I'm just like, what What would position? And then he was like, Well, my wife. He then he at one point while they were doing like the little side interviews, he was come, he was talking about well, my wife and like, you dumbass, you put yourself in this
1: situation. I don't feel <laughs> yeah. sorry for you.
2: You're a fucking idiot.
1: They always gotta be like, Well, now the townspeople of so-and-so know exactly what to do, and a fucking snake bites him on the arm. And that's
2: and that was that's so that was the whole premise behind the show. So the whole premise was <laughs> They were doing this stuff for science. In the name of science. Yeah, in the name of science to show people how dangerous these animals are. First and fucking foremost, all you have to tell me is a giant centipede. Cool, Dangerous enough? Giant centipede, I'm not going near it. Period. Python, I know to stay the fuck away from it. If it grows up to what, what? Was it 15 feet? I'm okay. And it's big enough to eat a human. I'm okay. Staying fuck away. I'm not going near it. There was a there was a fish that they went and fucking had to catch, and then they touched it like some assholes. Then it was it was it like a, a there was like some bugs. I'm like, dude, these dudes are just fucking pure jackasses.
1: Okay, now not here's a question: human centipede? No, not, not a
0: human centipede. <laughs> I knew somebody was gonna say it. I was waiting for it.
1: Here's a question. Would you rather be on a show like that or would you rather be on one of those shows like when they would have like the people would stay in a, a haunted location overnight or some shit?
2: I would rather do the haunted location because there's a 90 percent chance, 95 percent chance that I don't get physically harmed. Yeah, OK, yeah. like might you're, be literally a with me, a you're literally telling me the premise behind this show is that I'm going to pay you to let a piranha bite you. I'm going yeah. to pay a, a a
1: tarantula wasp to sting you. No. Dude, I mean, first of no, all, all, everyone knows everyone knows chicks dig scars, so that's number one.
2: Not these cars. This the worst one thing is ha- 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 his arm.
0: The worst thing is gonna happen if you go to a haunted house is you're gonna fall down in the dark and scrape your knee, and you might get spooked by somebody saying boo.
2: At the very least, these fucking dudes literally one there was one. They said that it's venom, it could cause vomiting, diarrhea, and potential death. It's <laughs> like, okay, that's great. That's that's what I want. That, you that, imagine that's being exactly at what I
1: want. being at the bar and you got this fucking scar on your underarm, and the some lady's like, oh, how'd you get that? Centipede.
2: Centipede.
1: <laughs> Part-time
0: centipede. nerds in the house. That's Alan, of course. When are you guys gonna review the human centipede? Probably For about Halloween. No, we'll we'll do that around Halloween. I'm okay with that. Nope. Mm-hmm. By the way, October twenty-fifth is national punt a
1: midget day. So October twenty-fifth, mark your calendars. That's violent.
2: Not doing that. No, at all. Yeah.
1: I will I that yeah, not in bare feet, especially.
0: Bare feet no. Uh, I'll do it with some uh, shit kickers on though for
1: sure. Imagine going to the ER. Pain uh, pain pain. What do we got here? Oh centipede victim. Oh, uh, (laughs) he just accidentally came upon it. No, he purposely let it bite him. Ah, And then in the the shitty thing, there was a doctor on there. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like
2: they had like this EM, like this paramedic or whatever. And he encouraged these dudes to do this thing, knowing (laughs) how dangerous this shit was.
0: Uh, uh, This is what I told real quick. I want to get to Professor Leonard's comment. Do you guys remember fear on MTV? I vaguely remember it. it. I remember fear factor. Fear, I kind of remember, but not enough to really
1: have an opinion about it. Yeah, Fear, that was the one I think that, yep. They're always using night vision cameras and like, oh my God, did you hear that? Pain Hills, Chicks
0: Dig Scars, Glory Lasts Forever. Thank you for that, Garth Brooks. How's the chicks dig it. Yep. Well, that was Chris Cagle that sang that song, but Ah, anyways. Um, So... I, I was telling Nate about this. I was like, what's worse is the fact that you have two guys here doing this. So what's worse going first and getting it out of the way or being that second guy, seeing what the first guy's going through and then knowing you're next.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> well, something like that, where it's just immediate pain, I feel like first, so you don't have the anticipation, but when it was like fear factor and you had to like climb up somewhere or do some crazy shit, to. to To have that strategic advantage of seeing what not to do, especially, that was huge. These
0: guys got paid like, I think it was. It was was 2
2: million million. total. Like point something million total for all, like 200,000 per show. But again, I'm not, I'm not fit you're not fit to talk me into watching TJ get stung by something that's going to be painful as shit and then expect me to go right behind him and do it. Fuck no absolutely. if I'm screaming if I'm screaming in pain, you know it's Fuck. gonna hurt.
1: <laughs> oh man, that looks awful. Let me try.
2: No, 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 I'm sorry. You're not meant to you're not doing it. That's not happening. You're not for to sit here and make me sit. And you're gonna tell me, well, he just got bit by this python and he almost took his fucking arm off. So now it's your turn. No, kiss my ass. That's why there's yeah. no season two.
1: It's like I never humor anyone when they're like, oh, this tastes horrible. Try this. No, oh, you can just things. say it tastes horrible. Uh, the only time it? you'll see guys do that
0: is like the uh, stink bait. Like you'll go to Walmart or whatever. <laughs> uh, Cabela's Bass Pro. I don't know where you get your stink bait from for anybody that's a fisherman. But like a, a group of guys will sit around, you know, and fart. Everybody's got to smell it or they'll open up the stink bait. Hey, smell this. Oh, God, that's awful. Let me smell it. You know, something like that. Different. But
1: but I'm not (laughs) not putting
2: myself (laughs) in a situation to watch TJ get bit by something and watch him pretty much fucking pass out from pain and then turn around and be like, all right, it's my turn now. No, I'm not doing this. I'm walking off set. The moment I see how much pain he's in, I'm walking off set. You cancel the show. There's only one, there's going to be one episode for the season. I'm done. I'm not doing it. They did nine. Nine Nine episodes.
0: <laughs> Actually they did 10 because the 10th, the 10th episode I watched not long after you left Nate and the 10th episode was, so they were going back and reviewing all the bites and the stings and uh, they did a couple that were off camera.
2: Oh yeah. Um, I remember those.
0: And, and then they did one. that was like a, they had a chili chili offer. They were, they, they were taking like different chilies from around the world and eating them. Now the Ooh. Australian guy was like, that's not hot. That's kind of hot. That's a little hot. The, the guy they called Caveman, he apparently didn't like hot stuff. So, the first one was a hot stuff. So, the first one was a jalapeno, and he was coughing after the jalapeno. So, you can only imagine how bad it got.
2: I'm sure it got super bad after that. Dude, the, 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 whole, the whole premise behind the episode, Caveman. which is, I never understood that. Like, you got to be a weird individual to be able to. That, that's like me watching Dylan get punched in the face by Mike Tyson, seeing how bad it hurts. And then be like, yeah, I can do that. I'm not doing it. I don't care how much you offer to pay me.
0: So Kings of Pain, if you want something to laugh at, make yourself feel better about yourself, go watch it. It's on Hulu. And it's hilarious. Yeah, after number seeing number? me get
1: punched, after seeing me get punched by a former boxing champion Mike Tyson, Nate would just die of laughter. So he wouldn't <laughs> even have to take the shot from Mike Tyson.
2: It's, it's, it, it, it was dumb. The whole thing, was, the whole premise behind it was just dumb. It was just, I mean, you know what, you know when if you, you if it's your, if that's your cup of tea, then be my guess.
1: Right. I, remember, remember in the hangover when Zach Galifianakis got hit by Mike Tyson <laughs> and he just hit the floor immediately? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would be me, but I'd hit the back of my head and you'd see blood and I'd be dead.
2: Oh, my God. It's, dude, that show, it was hilarious, but I'm just like, especially, I mean, if you don't have a family, I get it. If you don't have a family and you just out about, that's cool. You got a fucking family to think about. There's other ways, other TV shows to do, to make money. But uh, I'm not putting myself in
1: danger. For nah, dude, that's easy. I would take that. Dude, one of the greatest dads of all time. Used to do that same shit, but with dinosaurs, aka crocodiles, aka the crocodile hunter Steve Irwin. R. We R. tuned P. into that every day. I didn't learn a whole lot about crocodiles, but I knew he, he might was get bit. The animals. He
2: understood what these animals could do. He wasn't intentionally sticking his hand in front of their stingers or their mouths to get bit.
1: Dude, how crazy are those guys from like I think what? Thailand or somewhere over there who just like stick their heads in there, slide up. Hand. Like, yeah, you're nope. crazy. Mm-mm. I'm good. Mm-mm. Absolutely. Nope. 100% good. But I mean, the the sack, yeah. hang, the coin purse those guys have, don't get me wrong. I mean, big, hairy, you know what, but not for me. At the same time. Was that a shot at me, Billy Joe? I yes, it, yes, it was. Yes, it was. I won't have it. Especially not from some Bubba Hotep-loving, jet-flying, <laughs> Rolex-wearing, limousine-riding. Bad joke-telling man like yourself.
0: So that's a perfect segue. Oh, uh-oh. Before we get into the segue, of course, Philly <laughs> Joe's got to come with our dad joke of the day. Why do dogs float in water? Because they are good bayous Buoys, TJ, buoys, bayous, buoys, same thing. <laughs> I can't read. We all know this. So, but uh, why would a bayou float? I don't know. It just it, it looked like bayou. It's buoys. Okay. So, sue me. Okay. Screw you, Dylan. How about that? <laughs>
1: I'm all the right. bad guy. That was easy.
0: <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Before we get to this last part. Because I know professors here to talk about wrestling. I know Nate wants to talk about wrestling. Uh, I don't. I
1: can smell what the rocks
0: cooking. It stinks. It smells like shit. Um, you guys are a hoot. Yes, we are. Thank you, <laughs> Billy Joe. You are a national treasure, sir. Don't let anybody tell you differently. Um, That's not what he says off air, Billy Joe. Shut up. <laughs> so tomorrow. I, uh, I don't know why, but a- after seeing all the WrestleMania stuff, I got bit by the wrestling bug. So tomorrow, and this is not a bit for the show. This is actually really me talking. I am going to MPX, Metroplex Wrestling in Bedford, Texas, off of Harwood Road. I'm going to go up there and talk to these guys and see what it would take for me to get trained to be <laughs> in the indie wrestling scene. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm going tomorrow.
2: There's a... He he's dead ass serious. Like he literally <laughs> me uh today about it. He's 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 serious about
1: Dude, it. if you do this, I have to be your manager. I don't give a fuck it has to happen.
0: So there's a guy that I have been trying like crazy to get on the show. He is he he, he is in a lot of the indies around here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh he goes to like Lake Texoma, Arlington, Texas uh, Bedford, Texas. He, he's all over the place and he's actually won a couple of championships. His name is Fitz F I T Z Fitz. You can find him on TikTok. You can find him on Facebook, big burly dude. He looks like a big show. Um, he, he his content's funny. He's great. Um, I don't know a whole lot about his wrestling stuff, I just started following him here in the last couple of months. So I try to keep up with it where I I can. Anyways, I reached out to him last night and much to my surprise, I woke up this morning and I had a message from him and he says, I train on Mondays and Wednesdays, dude, meet me there. I was like, okay, done. So tomorrow I'm going to go up there after work. I'm going to talk to these guys and chat with them a little bit, pick their brain and find out what it's about. Cause I honestly
2: am curious. Well, good luck, sir. You have my support.
1: I'm not going to lie. He sounds like the kind of guy who sells cars that don't work on Facebook Marketplace. I could be wrong. He said I could be wrong. So,
0: that being said, we got to talk WrestleMania. (laughs) Professor Leonard, top three matches of the night.
2: Rest in peace.
0: We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Top three matches of the
2: night. for Professor was
1: in a cell.
2: Sorry. For you, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that's a personal opinion. I'm gonna say this personal opinion.
0: Professor says top three matches of the night Austin, KO, Becky, ETS. I don't know who ETS is, that's, and that's Knoxville cool. and Sammy. All right, real quick. I didn't see the whole match, but I watched. Knoxville and of it,
2: Sammy was entertaining.
0: I watched enough of it to know this. I got to watch a midget body slam a wrestler. That is freaking epic. <laughs>
1: Hell, yeah. That
0: made my weekend. I was set after that.
1: Oh, man. Mm. I mean, it, doesn't that happen every time Rey Mysterio does a body slam? He Actually, he doesn't.
2: That's the problem. He doesn't do it, he doesn't have the strength to do it. Most of the guys he fight way, outweigh him by at least 100 pounds. My God, Mysterio. if a bitch can
0: body slam Zami Zayn, Rey Mysterio can do a body slam to somebody. All right. Billy Joe says he's going to hit me with a chair.
2: Just bring it. Come on.
0: And then uh, of course professor reminded me to tuck my chin.
2: Yes. Absolutely. Or you're going to end up like Biggie with a broken neck. Oh. Yeah. make sure it's a
1: nice sturdy chair. Uh,
2: the purpose of a match is to tell a story. The three listed told the best stories. Uh I got to I got to I have to go with Cody Rhodes. I have to go with Cody and Seth. I have to. I have Sadly, to Sadly I missed that one. I have to go with Cody and Seth just because it was I'm not going to say it was a – it was more of a welcoming – it was more of a welcome home type deal. And there was a lot of emotion in there, in that match, especially when he did the Stardust thing. That was fucking hilarious. Did
0: you see Seth Rollins laugh? Yes, he – that's why <laughs> cut the
2: camera. They cut the camera from his face because it was so – like nobody expected him to do it, but the fact that he did it in the match was hilarious. And I, it was just – it was, it was, dude, it was hilarious.
0: It,
2: I, it was. I didn't watch that match.
0: I didn't, I didn't see it, but I have seen video after video after video of Seth Rollins laughing and then they cut the
2: camera. Yeah, so they I'm cut the like, camera fast. Cause he, cause you're, cause you're not supposed to break character, but the fact that he did that shit, like it caught him off guard. It was a filler. I mean it was but I felt like it was more of his welcoming back and it, like the, the the emotion that he had in the match during before during and after it was just it, it was great. Like I'm going to tell you like this when his music hit that fucking place erupted.
0: So I now Nate, again I wasn't there and I didn't see it but somebody I can't remember who it was it was one of the podcasts I was listening to. Oh, Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. He he was talking and he he said that at first glance, when the lights initially went off, everybody in the arena thought it was going to be the Undertaker because he said it went pitch black, and then Cody
2: so everybody I knew it was Cody from the beginning because of all the stuff that's been happening with Cody, and then the fact that they signed Cody like uh two weeks before this. Um I think pretty much everybody was anticipating Cody Rhodes because the moment the lights went out, like even before, like even before, like even before the lights went out, everybody started chanting Cody, Cody, Cody. And then once the lights went out, you didn't really know what's happening until um, they played the audio and then everybody knew it was Cody. So um, I didn't feel, I didn't really feel like Undertaker was going to get involved at any point, but you never know.
0: Never but say I, never.
2: When I tell you that place erupted when Cody Rhodes came out, it was, dude, it was loud. Like, it was just, it was loud from, it was just loud from beginning to end.
1: The Rhodes family still blessing the WWE.
2: Absolutely. 100%. And the Absolutely. crazy thing is, the fact, like, when he left, he threw a bunch of people under the bus. Triple H being one of them. Like, he threw a shit ton of people under the bus. He said some real fucked up things about some people in that company. For him to come back, I don't
1: know. It's it's it was fun. He uh, was being a real Madison Cawthorn, huh? <laughs> Let, letting some secrets out about the party, huh?
2: So,
0: I I was gonna wait to do this because I wanted to kind of wrap it all up, but I I can't because if I do, I'll forget. So I'm just gonna say it. I, I shared this with the guys before, right before the show, and I made them watch it before we even went live. There was, uh, if you're on my Facebook, and I'll post it on Just Be a Dad. There was a little TikTok that somebody kind of put together, and they it, it per- perfectly captures basically this this weekend, and it was all about legends, basically having their last two raw and a you know a goodbye type right. thing, and you know you had Stone Cold come out both nights, you had the Undertaker's Hall of Fame thing, you had and to kind of sidetrack from that just for a second, the Undertaker's speech was by far one of the best speeches of any hall of fame. In my opinion, Um, it, it, he come out wearing that earpiece, like some kind of preacher about to take you down a trip down memory lane about his 30 year career, you know, and when he first walks into the ring, he's mic'd up and he leans over, gives M- McMahon a big hug and says, I love you. I mean, and, that kind of made me think for a second, here's a guy for 30 years that didn't break kayfabe. He never broke character until after he retired. He stayed in that character for 30 years. And for him to come out and say that to Vince McMahon, like he did, whether you love Vince McMahon, you hate him, you're a wrestling fan, you're not a wrestling fan. Just in that moment to say that to somebody and everybody hear it, or if you caught it, like I did, that really speaks volumes to his character. And you know, it, Was it kind of corny at times? Of course it was. It's wrestling. It's going to be corny. It's going to be cheesy, but it was heartfelt and it was sincere. And it was honestly one of my favorite parts of WrestleMania. Again, I didn't sit down and watch the entire thing. I had it playing in the background. Most of the time I was watching certain matches, getting up and doing stuff around the house, what have you. Um, But for me, Stone Cold, The Undertaker, and Triple H, those three things that was my childhood and you know we've talked and talked and talked for years as wrestling fans about end of an era match when it was undertaker triple h and Shawn michaels this past weekend was truly an end of an era and it happened in dallas texas to me that is just phenomenal yeah
2: It it was it was like i said it was fun the the everything about that whole weekend was fun like dude the the first week the first night was fun Professor, let Brock and Roman did not deliver. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest with everybody. It, it, it was lackluster. It wasn't. And the issue is, Brock's a better heel than he is a babyface, so he's not as aggressive as he would be as a heel.
0: I disagree with you. What? I disagree with you. And I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna stop you right there.
2: He's a better, he's a better heel than he is a babyface.
0: Brock in these last couple of months, and again, I don't sit down and watch the product every week, and I, I, I don't feel like I have to, and that's not—I'm not trying to say that I know wrestling because I, I, I don't. I'm a huge fan of wrestling, and I always have been, always will be. Uh, I'm not going to watch every show. I'm not going to keep up with every storyline, but there are certain people I pay attention to, and again, I may not watch every episode, but I listen to all the podcasts, I, I read the cheat sheets, I I pay attention to what's going on, and to me. Brock is a better babyface now because he's getting older. He knows this, and he's having fun. Yes, again, it's corny, it's cheesy, it's entertainment, and I he's showing see- he's showing that he doesn't need Paul Heyman around. He's he's just he's having fun with it, man.
2: I did see- Well, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking as far as like like what Professor Leonard says. As far as the match was like in the past, Roman was always anytime him and Brock met one on one, it was. Brock Lesnar was always the top dog. He was the, he was, uh, Roman was the underdog and Brock was going to dominate and beat the hell out of him. It was now that the roles were reversed, it was kind of a just like a, it just wasn't, there, there wasn't a lot there. The story, the storyline leading up to was better than the match itself.
0: So, and here's another thing that maybe Professor Leonard can chime in and, Professor, I'll even do you one better than that. If you want to hop on, we've got hell. I don't know another. We can go another thirty minutes talking about this stuff. I'm good with it. Um, I had this conversation a little bit ago, a couple hours ago, with Grumpy uh, Grumpy Grizzly in history on Twitch. Um, a lot of people hate Roman Reigns. Now, again, I don't watch every episode. I don't keep up with every storyline, but I can. I, I I can tell you this. Roman Reigns is this generation's John Cena, and here's why. He was pushed so much and so hard and still being pushed. People hate him. They hate him. But you can't tell me that they don't respect him. There's no way. Not happening.
2: Well, I mean, so so when all that happened, it was bad. Like they, like they finally gave Roman, everybody wanted Roman to be here. Like you couldn't, coming from where he was coming from, coming from the shield and wanting him to be, um, this good guy, John Cena type person. It was bad. And wrestling fans hated it. And now that he is what everybody wanted, it's great. Like everybody loved that he's a heel. Everybody's <laughs> a great deal. Wrestler.
0: <laughs> they will respect him when he stops wrestling. And see, so here's my thing with it is Roman, like like you said, I mean, you've pretty much already said it, Nate, but he, he was in the shield, and everybody loved Roman Reigns when he was in the shield. He comes from a long lineage of wrestlers, right? The Rock, Rikishi, Yokozuna, the Usos. Yeah,
2: right. The,
0: they're everywhere. female I, I think there's even a couple of females that are his cousins, too.
2: Yeah, there's a, so, they're all connected some way, somehow.
0: But so the thing about it is, is in the shield, he was this tank of a guy, this beast of a guy that everybody loved to watch. The shield was that they were heels, but everybody cheered for the heel. They made it cool to be, you know, quote unquote, the bad guy, R.I.P. Razor Ramon. But and then when Roman got his singles push, everybody booty. And, and then they brought back John Cena and everybody loved John Cena. So what is going to happen? Do you think eventually they're going to fade Roman out and they're going to bring him back again and everybody's going to love Roman. That That's where they're going with this.
2: Well, the th- so here's the thing. So the thing was everybody was expecting when the whole shield thing broke, they kind of changed. They, they tried, you know how you're supposed to ease people into certain things. That's, that's pretty much what was supposed to happen. So, when that happened, they he, he directly shot to the top. He directly shot. He started getting all the title shots, and fans hated it. And Vince is a very stubborn, stubborn old man. So, when he doesn't get his – you know, when he feels something's working, he's going to stick with it. When they booed him out of the arena after he won a Royal Rumble, I think, 2000 – one of them fucking Royal Rumbles, that should have been a note. Even with the Rock standing next to him, he was still getting booed out of the building. That should have been enough. No, there. people
0: were cheering The Rock, but when he raised Roman's hand, people they went back, oh, he his ass out of the
2: <laughs> building completely, <laughs> and that's the issue. We said, should Look at what happened to other hills, they retired. There the respect did not come to until individuals that's,
1: that's true in real life, too. I mean, you don't get respect as a that's bad true. guy until long after. I mean, look at Genghis Khan, killed so many people. You know, raped enough people that his DNA is found in 10% of the human population today. And yet, without him, would we have a Silk road? Would trade have been opened up between the East and the West? I'm not sure. So there's always that. This guy goes dark
2: quickly.
0: There's not many things that can render me speechless. But I tell you what, Dylan does a
2: hell of a job on this show. An extreme. He does a great job at doing it. A great job. (laughs) but I can definitely say if you've never been to a live event, let alone a WrestleMania, you should definitely go. It's one of those things. It's one of those experiences where it's just like, it's just wow.
0: So I, I got two more things that I want to cover real quick. And then, uh, I feel like Dylan's kind of been left out here. He's been sitting there
1: very quietly and
0: patiently while we're we're going I back enjoy. I enjoy listening.
1: You two, you know, sometimes you carry a little bit of energy. You get high energy when it comes to wrestling. So I enjoy watching the watching the back and forth.
0: But for me, watching this, it brought back so many memories. And of course, it, again, spoiler alert if you didn't watch it, um, night two it started with triple H coming out, you know, his entrance, he got that final entrance in. he spit water everywhere and he's a purist. Right. And triple H left his boots in the ring as a sign of he he's officially retiring because of his heart condition. Um, which I didn't
2: even know. he had.
0: Yeah. Like alopecia. Oh Jesus. But in, in all seriousness, it was, it was one of those moments where like, you know, this is going to be the last time he's coming down that ramp. The music's going to play and he's going to do an entrance. He didn't wrestle. Obviously he didn't do any of that, but you got to see one last time and relive that nostalgia of the game being the game for a minute. Um, You know, ah. and stone cold coming back and, and stunning McMahon. Yes. It was the, we were talking about this before the show too. Was the it was the worst stunner we have ever seen ever in the history of stunners. But I tell you what, Stone Cold was laughing. The crowd was laughing. Everybody
2: crowd was cheering.
1: It was—he got-, he got stunned by the kick.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I think the the pop he got the night night two was way better than the one he got first night.
0: Because so- no one
2: knew he was coming out at all. The second night, no one knew he was coming
0: out. This kind of took me by surprise, though, because night one, when he came out with the whole KO thing, right, when he was on the KO show, he comes out, he gets this pop, and then he walks backstage, and I knew what he was doing. I was like, he's going to come back in a beer truck or a four-wheeler or something.
2: He went got his four-wheeler. He
0: went and got his four-wheeler, comes back in circles, not once, but twice around the, the ring, and I'm like, okay, that's cool, and that's nostalgia, but why not just come out on the four wheeler?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like by the end of the night he
1: was drunk. Oh god, yes. Dude, <laughs> somewhat on a similar line, but a little different. When I saw Taker in that suit, he could recreate his character again. Oh yeah. He could really be could. like a, a Las Vegas type like Undertaker. Like he's got the dice like a cad bane, you know, toothpick, like, hey, you wanna fucking fuck around? Mm. He he could, but it was the
2: when he came on both nights it was just it, it was it' was just one of those things you know because this is it I, as as much as he said never say never we both know we all know his body is done like he's not gonna risk putting his body back in to did, that situation
0: did we did, just get raided by the grumpy grizzly himself everybody coming in guys what is going on how are we doing we're yeah. talking WrestleMania.
2: Yes, WrestleMania was the highlight of the weekend. Talking My co-host Mania,
0: Nate here got to go to this thing live because we're in I Dallas, know. me and Nate are, and uh he got to go to it, and I'm ex- still extremely jealous. So watch
2: too. And missed it. Yeah, it was it was it was fun. It it was, it was fun, it's pricey as hell, um, food wise. Um, eating that you better off eating before you go because you're gonna spend I spent five dollars on a Box of fries, and that's all I got. I didn't get any ketchup, anything. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> a drink was six dollars. So,
1: ketchup was an extra three fifty.
2: We we know Jerry Jones is. We know he likes money, but damn it.
0: So I want to say something right now, Grumpy. Thank you so much for the raid, guys. If you don't know who Grumpy Grizzly is, go check him out. He is on Twitch. He is on. Facebook. He is on Instagram. He is on Twitter. He is everywhere. Uh, a guy that I consider a close personal friend of mine now, and he won't admit this. He's too humble, but he is an awesome Apex player. Uh, I I talk to this guy almost on a daily basis, and just an all-around awesome dude. So go check him out if you haven't already. Go give him a like, a follow, whatever you got. So has, uh, uh, has
1: Apex introduced new characters? Uh, yeah, they've,
2: been, they've been
1: a lot of they. They do every
0: season. Every yeah. season, a new season drops. A new character comes out. I think we're on season twelve. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, Grumpy.
1: I mean, have they caught up to Fortnite? Are we talking like Wolverine and like Deadpool and stuff?
2: First of all, Fortnite's not. We, we're not going
1: to go in there. Hey, Fortnite took out buildings, so you can now not. Yeah, I saw
2: that. I saw he. I saw he finally decided to let real players come in and actually fuck these kids up.
1: They will keep never up. keep up with Fortnite. I think that's what people like about it. Just contrarians. Right? Again. It's a contrarian game. It's clearly not better than Fortnite, but it's still fun to play because it's like it's extremely fun to play. Different. Guys,
0: thank you all again for the raid. Everybody coming in, thank you all so, so much. If you're a wrestling fan, stick around. We're talking WrestleMania. I don't know how much longer we're going to go. We normally go an hour, but. We're all three wrestling fans. Nate got to go. I watched most of it. Uh, Dylan here is a wrestling fan as well. Dylan, I'm still not sure how much of that you watched. So
1: I didn't watch any of it. But now what I'm wondering is, did The Undertaker miss out on a storyline opportunity? I think Bray Wyatt has like kind of dipped into this territory. But now that I, I see Undertaker in this like dressed up, you know, outfit, and like nowadays, I feel like you know you can hit more of a female audience with the way things are. Did he miss out on like having a uh, a crew of witches? Could he had a crew of witches in his like? Would that have worked? I, I, uh, I, Jeff, I don't I don't think I've seen y'all's podcast, but
0: welcome in, man. Welcome in.
2: I, I, I know. I think he. I think at this point he's just like mm, I'm done. Bye, no, friends. Have part. a good
1: night. For sure, for sure. There's nothing, like, lacking in his career. But now that you think about it, kind of would have been cool if he had some witches.
2: Hey, you never know.
0: Oh, and real quick, to everybody's comment that I didn't read or I didn't say your name, if you come into my chat, if you come into my stream, if you come into the show and I don't say your name, I'm going to be bluntly honest. It's probably because I can't pronounce it, and I don't want (laughs) to screw it up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Talk about uh, floating on the bayou. So Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> floating on the bayou. Um, and if you don't get that reference, you can go back and listen to us on
1: Spotify and YouTube. Please do. And give us five stars. And if you give us one star, tell us why, you bastard. <laughs> I gave us one star on YouTube. <laughs> no, I agree. Undertaker does not need a new stable. But tell me I'm wrong. Tell me the WWE has not missed out so far on the Witches. They did the vampire thing with Gangrel and Edge and Christian. I get that. Where are the witches?
2: I don't think they did any witches.
1: Dude, I feel like, man, that's next, right? Uh, If that happens... If they can pull it off correctly. I'll I'll take the copyrights. (laughs) But no, dude, I'm going to
2: say, like, this whole weekend, that whole weekend was fun. It's just, like, being around all these, like, there's... Tons of wrestling fans in this in Dallas, dude. Like, there's just so many wrestling fans, and just all just sweet. Just everyone sat there and just enjoyed the whole show. There was a couple more, there was some moments, like, there was a couple matches where, like, the Ronda and Charlotte match, there was like, it was just like people wasn't really into it, but it, it, one, like, it kind of, it kind of picked up towards the end, but there was, there was a couple matches where people were just sitting the entire time. It was just like, that Pat McAfee match, dude! Everybody was on their feet the entire match. The entire match. McAfee that knows
1: team. what he's doing.
2: Absolutely. What did everyone?
1: <laughs> he's like, a... uh, well, I shouldn't say that, but yeah, he's good. It what
2: does a... everyone think of the stunner? Uh, okay, it was so we a bad bump, but it, it, you know what? It's Vince. Vince don't
0: care. We, we, we literally talked about this probably thirty seconds before you guys joined in. So it was probably the worst stunner of all stunners in the history of stunners ever. Ever. And he's done Vince a lot. Yeah, right. And I mean, God bless him. He's what? I think Vince is 77 he he years old. or
2: something like that?
0: Yeah. And you know what? Stone Cold doesn't look was a day laughing, over
1: 102.
0: Right. Stone Cold <laughs> was laughing and he was having a good time. The crowd was cheering and laughing. So I, I give him a free pass on this one. Uh, Again, I said this earlier in the show. I, I shared a uh, a TikTok with the guys and made them watch it before the show. Uh, And I'll post it on the Just Be a Dad Facebook page. Uh, this weekend again i'll repeat myself it was a send-off to all of our legends triple h undertaker stone cold even vince mcmahon i mean it it truly was a send-off to all these guys and it was amazing and i'm just glad i got to watch it
2: absolutely dude being there was even better dude you got it's just 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 the the amount of energy that goes into that building is it was just it was just fun
1: no chance love that that,
2: do they they sung that the entire time they from the time he came out to the time he got to the ring and even after they were still singing it
0: jeff uh message me on facebook and we'll talk about a collab man
1: i still remember vividly him training for his first ever match with stone cold and they had the videos of him like out in the field jogging with the like Rocky sweatshirt on. Like it was so great, man. I love it. And he's still in good. He's still in, I mean, he's in
2: fairly decent shape for his age. Vince? Yeah. Oh, dude, if I look half that
0: good at 70 years old, I'm not going to make it past 65. But if I look half that good when I'm his age or even half his age, I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, dude. Yeah. If life support was on steroids, that's what it would look like.
0: So I, all in all, I mean, to kind of wrap up WrestleMania to put a to put a tie on everything, a bow tie, whatever you want to put on it, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Again, I didn't watch every match. Uh, I I kind of back and forth with it, back and forth, um, but it was just it was awesome to watch. It was it was nostalgia from start to finish. You got to see all the greats. You got you know Undertaker finally got his Hall of Fame, and it was it was just awesome. Um, I, I I still say the highlight for me was watching a professional wrestler, a full-grown man get body slammed by wee man. That to me was <laughs> awesome. And I said this in Grumpy's chat and I'm not just saying this because I'm trying to be funny. I'm saying this because it's true. I'm not allowed alone by myself in public unsupervised because if I see a midget, I'm probably going to go up and either high five him or I'm going to try to pick him up and hold
2: him. And that's how you get in that's how you end up in jail. Hey Grumpy, if you ever get a chance, wherever you're at if you ever get a chance to go to a WrestleMania, take that opportunity and go. It's going to probably be the best two nights of your life.
0: Now, Grumpy brings up a good point, and I have a theory about this. How did Edge get, did Edge get in the Hall of Fame before Taker? Because so Edge got in the Hall of Fame after he retired yep. because of his neck injury.
2: Mm-hmm. So I think Taker again, was still—he
0: wasn't full time, but he was still active. I, I this is my personal opinion, so take it for what it's worth. Taker didn't want to be in the Hall of Fame until he knew his in-ring career was over with. Absolutely. Because he didn't want
2: to be like most of these Hall of Famers, like Edge, for instance, who got his Hall of Fame, and now he's back active again.
0: But he never really retired, though. That's the thing. He never actually came out and said he was retired. He hinted around it, but he never actually... now, Now, I... I forget what year it was. Was it 2018, 2019? Taker came out, put his hat and boots in the ring. as kind of like a symbol.
2: Yeah. But, but he,
0: he never actually officially air
1: quotes retired. Do you guys remember when uh diamond Dallas page was like pretending to be a pervert about his wife and like peeping Tom on it? Oh
0: my yeah. gosh. Okay. So I actually listened to the podcast surprise, surprise and Dallas, he talks about that. He didn't want to do that. He told Vince straight up. He was like, (laughs) this is a horrible storyline. And I don't want to freaking be stalking anybody's (laughs) wife, let alone Mark Galloway's wife. Are you kidding me? Like he was completely against it. He hated the creative. He hated the storyline, but Vince was stuck on it. And they basically told out DDP, they were like, the only way you're going to get to come to the WWE is if you stick with this. Yeah. And that
2: killed his career. Vince, Vince, when Vince is stuck on something, he's stuck on it. Like, that's just what it is.
1: Dude, I yeah. just, I just imagine showing up the DDP yoga. Like, hey, remember when you used to stalk Undertaker's wife? <laughs> 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 All right, downward dog. Oh, uh,
0: fun fact, guys. I need to talk to you guys at some point this week. Uh, conference call, group chat, I don't care. DDP is on Cameo. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Just saying.
2: Bang!
0: Exactly. Um,
2: I do the, believe Triple H is actually
0: done. He is done because he has uh, uh, a defi- defibrillator. Yeah, he's got a defibrillator in his heart. So he he's mm-hmm. done. Uh, I, now I've heard rumors. Again, don't quote me on this. I don't know how true it is. I heard rumors that he actually had a massive heart
1: attack that almost killed him.
2: That's, that's what I heard it, sometime like last September.
1: Triple H needs a triple bypass, huh? Yeah, I,
2: I heard it was. I heard it was something, something last September or October, something like that. Um, they kept it. They kept that shit close to the chest. I, I never, I didn't even hear about that till recently. I didn't even know he had he had a heart issue. Yeah, they he kept that close to the vest, and they didn't let nobody know about
0: it. Imagine how big the man's heart is. It, right? Yeah. I mean, I, look, I, I, I've said this millions of times. Uh, I don't know if I've ever said it on the show or not there are a few guys in WWE WCW that I hated, like with all of my blood, with all of my being Paul Heyman being one of them, (laughs) triple H being another one. And that doesn't mean I hate him as a person. So don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I hated their character. They were that bad guy that you just love to hate. But I tell you what, when Paul Heyman comes out, I listen because I want to know what kind of sleazeball thing he's going to say next. And triple H was, you know, I've said this on the show before as well. If you ask anybody in my family, they'll tell you that I was a massive rock fan. I had to, cause my mom wouldn't let me pull for stone cold deep down in my soul and in my being Jake, the snake stone cold or Jake, the snake undertaker and stone cold in that order. Those are my top three favorites. Always, always and forever. And I hated Triple H so much because he was always beaten up on Stone Cold. He was always beaten up on The Rock. He was always beating up on Undertaker. He was always beating up on Mankind, Cactus Jack, Dude Love. The list is endless, right? And I hated this guy. But for some reason, I couldn't turn the TV
2: off when he walked in. I hated it. It was entertainment. He always had the upper hand.
1: You know what? For me, for me, he was a great bad guy. I thought the sledgehammer thing was interesting. When oh, called, like the whole game thing. Like I love the Radiohead. Like it's all about the game. Like that was shit. Was cool. Oh, I I, I want to interrupt for just a second, Dylan. Sorry. The
0: when uh, Motorhead did the live version yeah, of his
1: huh? I said Radiohead. Be right. Motorhead. Yeah,
0: Motorhead. When uh, when Motorhead did his live entrance at the WrestleMania, I gained a whole new level of respect for Triple H. I was like, okay. Cause I'm a die-hard Motorhead fan. If you don't know that about me, you do now. Um, when Lemmy came out and was singing, I was like, "Okay, this guy's actually kind of cool." But I'll never admit it.
1: <laughs> so as much as I, you know, I love DX. I love his persona. I love him as a heel. I personally like. There's not like a marquee match where I pick on like got something playing in the background. Yeah,
2: it's it's a long story. She's asleep
1: okay. now. But yeah, there's not like one match I can pull and be like, "Oh, remember this match with Triple H?" So that's the only thing I have about that. Dude, I don't know. I don't.
2: know. I just know right now we our childhood is now it's either dead or retiring in front of us.
1: So yeah,
2: we don't have much. We don't have much to hang on to at this point. So um, I like I said, that's why I enjoy it. If if you ever get a chance to go to hey, fuck, you it don't have to be a WrestleMania. If you go to a pay-per-view or something, get take that opportunity and go. It, it's it's gonna be an enjoyable night, I promise. Dude, John I,
1: McLean is in serious trouble.
0: <laughs> oh dude, Bruce Willis. I know. What? Yeah, you didn't hear about that? He's got some kind of like uh I don't know. Bruce he's Willis, some, yeah, he, he's like gonna end up losing like his ability to speak and walk and talk Seriously? and everything. Seriously, yes. Come on, What? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Betty White wasn't safe from 2022, so I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> Fuck, man.
0: Uh, other than Edge and Lashley, um, there aren't many left standing. Yeah. It's the, not. I, I, edge was always one of those guys for me as well. Not a, not as a big scale as Triple H, but Edge was always one of those guys that I didn't really like as, as a wrestling character, but I always had to tune in to see what he was going to do. I mean, always.
2: He's still hanging. Edge, I mean, he's still going. I don't think he's going to be going on for too much longer. I mean Bobby Lashley he's in pretty I think he's he's in pretty decent shape but he's not going to be a, they're they're not going to be a, I mean once they're gone it's it's kind of it's going to be a new
1: era. Yeah. I, I mean there's, there's Benoit, right? Just Whatever happened guy. to that guy? Oh, God,
2: <laughs> this guy. Wow. <laughs> I mean everybody's retired now. Kane's a mayor. The Rock still he's doing movies.
0: Technically All- Kane never really retired
2: though. Kane has done Kane has just retired. He has merely duties now. So
0: I hear a baby in the background.
2: But that joke is still too soon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Grumpy, let me tell you something. You know how I'm always coming in your chat and raising hell? Dylan does that in
2: our chat. (laughs) He does that on live in front of people.
0: Uh, I said this earlier, and I'm going to reiterate what I said. There's art. There isn't much that you can do to leave me speechless. Dylan can do it.
2: Dylan figure <laughs> it out. He will find a way.
1: Well, you know, it's just like entertaining guys. You know, remember when Owen Hart would like fly from the top rope and like, oh, this,
0: this, <laughs> this guy, cries, wow. On that note, <laughs> grumpy. Thank you so much for the raid, man. Uh, all the new guys that came in. Thank y'all so much. Um, F-f-a-s? S F S
2: S. That is an S. I don't even understand how your brain was beginning to say A. I to just let that go.
0: One too many shots to the head, man. It's all I'm gonna say. Okay.
2: And you want to be a you don't how much how much more do your brain has left? before it rocks too much, and then you just
1: speechless. Dude, I'm gonna wear the sharpest suit from Salvation Army when you are a wrestler. Oh, dude.
0: I, I am pumped about
1: that. And again, guys, if you're, if you're just joining us,
0: um, I'm going to an actual wrestling promotion tomorrow oh to talk, to, talk to them about training and trying to become a wrestler. So I, I, I actually am kind of excited for this and I'm going to be a big kid in a candy store at 36 years old, but Hey, I don't give a shit. Screw you. Hey, most um,
2: people, most of <laughs> these wrestlers start at that age.
0: <laughs> What's Dude. up, Al stud. Um,
1: he has such a, a a knack for coming in right as we're signing off.
0: Right? Always. But he's here nonetheless. Better late than never. So.
1: It's on purpose. He watched the whole thing. He's just being a, a dickhead. <laughs> Guys, it has been an absolute
0: awesome, awesome show. I'm so glad we're back. I've actually missed everybody from the listeners, the fans, YouTube numbskulls, and even my stupid not being able to read comments and saying bye you instead of buoys. <laughs> Strikeout beer raid. Good lord. Hello, boys and girls. Oh dang. Wow.
2: Look at this. Wow.
0: Look at this.
2: Hey, wow. It, it, it's good. It's, it's, it's good to be us. You know what? we well, raided Grumpy. Grumpy angry. got you. <laughs>
1: wow, we're awesome. sloppy seconds. That's nice.
2: <laughs> hey, I'll take it.
0: I'll take sloppy seconds any day of the week.
2: Disappointed to say the least. You <laughs> <tech>. <laughs>
0: I will take oh, it, man. God. I will take it. Absolutely, I'll take it. Jesus.
1: Oh, well, man. good read. Hope you guys enjoyed the 10 seconds of us not talking. Keep going. Can't <laughs> sign off now. No kidding, right? <laughs> we can't sign off.
2: <laughs> but no, nah, this is fun. Fun, fun show. Absolutely. Next, time, next, dude, next time they come down here, we have to go. Like we have to do like a live some live stream or something. We, so we definitely event, will. We, we definitely and, will. And you froze. Okay, there you go.
0: Dylan, is there any part of the uh, WrestleMania stuff that you uh, that you remember that kind of stands out for you?
1: So when we were talking about Cody earlier, it's funny because like Cody seems like a common name, but I really only can think of like one Cody in my life ever. I used to go to school with this kid named Cody Garrison. And he was, like, so short. And he had, so I had terrible acne in high school. This kid had worse acne than I had. And he had these braces, and you could see the rubber bands, like, in his braces all the time. And not only that, but you could see, like, this line of spit that would connect from his top lip to his bottom lip. And he had this very interesting, like, way of speaking and cadence and dialect. And sometimes... When I see people talk about Cody, I think of Cody Garrison and, like, what is he doing now? You know, he's like, his Whoa. brain
2: is like it's it's a drunk driver and it just drives until at some point no. he, some, he he hits the guardrail and then he just goes over and it just tumbles.
1: I'll tell you where this story is going. Everyone has someone in their life that they remember from school that every once in a while you remember them think, I wonder what they're doing. And that's Cody Garrison for me.
2: <laughs> what the-
1: wow. Oh, my God. Dylan, I Absolutely. think the answer wow. is <laughs> <His> brave. Felt- <laughs> okay, I'm the only one with a Cody Garrison. Yes,
0: okay. yes you're uh, the only one, Dylan. I'm sorry <laughs> to disappoint you, but you're the only one. No way. Jesus
2: Christ. <laughs> Dylan, you've had way too much to drink. How much wine have you had tonight? That's dude? what I'm saying. That's what I'm about to ask
1: i feel like I've eyes, had a. His eyes are no. a little heavy. I feel like I've had a good. Have conversation. you fi- have
0: you finished the bottle yet? I mean, no, hell no. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god,
2: this. You, uh, TJ, you might want to end this before he said.
0: That. I, I am, I'm gonna end this. Don't end it. So <laughs> if you're on Twitch, stick around. I'm gonna find. We still somebody gotta talk to about read. Leah Thomas. No, we don't. We're not. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Guys, thank y'all so, so, so much. Hey, Nate, is your mic backwards? Probably. Well, I think this is getting awkward at this point. Yeah, exactly. Wind down Tuesday. You got it. Okay. That was (laughs) in my brain. That's for Alan,
2: Right there. Okay,
0: buddy. (laughs) Guys, thank y'all so much for the raids. (laughs) Everybody who came in. If you don't know who this guy is, go check him out. Here's the king. As always, I'm Whiskey. Nate. I'm Dylan. Here's the king. Put the kids to bed. You've been warned. See you guys next week. Uh, Okay. Show's over. What are you still doing here? All right. Whiskey, Nate, DeLeon, they got better shit to do than sit here. All right. It's over. Go do something. Go watch your fucking kids. Jack off. Play video games. What are you doing? All right. It's it's just be a dad podcast. (gasps) Okay. So now go be a dad. That's not what dads do. You don't sit there and just fucking bum out and watch nothing. Podcast is over, bitch. Hang it up. You're out of here. All right.
2: What are you still fucking doing here?
1: Thank you, well Dad.